We pick up on Kuf 100 at the very top. We had been discussing a, a statement of uh, Rav Huna. Uh, there was a machloket between uh, Rav Huna and Rav Papa uh, in terms of whether you, how, when are you allowed to eat uh, on uh, up, up until when are you allowed to eat on Erev Shabbat and Erev Yom Tov. And uh, um, Rav Huna had said uh, that uh, Rav Yossi actually held that uh, Rabbi Yossi held that you could actually eat all the way up until uh, the Shabbat or Yom Tov. You never had to stop uh, on the afternoon. And uh, Rabbi Yehuda had, hold, uh, had held that you had to stop at Mincha time. Uh, and uh, in terms of Erev Pesach, however, the, we had to, because of the fact that you have to eat matzah with an appetite, uh, even Rabbi Yossi would agree uh, that you'd have to stop in the afternoon. That was what we'd got up to. That was uh, a statement that Rav Huna had mentioned uh, in explaining it. So even Rabbi Yossi would agree that you'd have to stop on an Erev Pesach. Uh, because you have to eat matzah with appetite. And the Gemara now asks, Rav Huna, is that really so? Vama Rabbi Yirmiya, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yirmiya said the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Mitayma, Amar Rabbi Bar, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Bar Rabbi Hanina. So if it was that, that says the following statement, Halachak Rabbi Yuda, Be'erev Pesach, Halachak Rabbi Yossi, Be'erev Shabbat. Halacha is like Rabbi Huda, i.e. In, in terms of Erev Pesach, that you'd have to stop eating in the afternoon. And Halacha, goes like Rabbi Yossi in terms of a normal Erev Shabbat uh, that you could co- continue eating all the way until nightfall. And it says, Halacha Rabbi Huda, Erev Pesach, Miklal, Tepligi Rabbi Yossi Betavayu. And it, it would seem the fact that it said Rabbi Huda uh, would, would, that uh, the Halacha goes like him on Erev Pesach means, seems to imply uh, that uh, Rabbi Yossi disagrees uh, with him in both cases, even on Erev Pesach. So that can't be uh, the resolution. So Gemara says, Law, uh, Halacha, Miklau, the Pligi, Bafsaka. Uh, what's not the the question is not uh, whether you know you are allowed to start a meal. Uh, even uh, the, the, he holds that you can't start a meal. The question is here uh, whether we have to interrupt a meal uh, in terms of if you had started it at a permissible time. The question is whether you have to interrupt it. Uh, and uh, you know if you started ready to eat at a, at a, at, a, at a time before uh, mincha, uh, then it, and it carries on whether you'd have to stop on Erev Pesach. That, that is uh, the, the question uh, and that is uh, th- that's under discussion here. Detanya, Mafsikin le Shabbatot, Diver Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosemar Ein Mafsikin. And we have a brighter to that effect where it talks about uh, interrupting your meal if you're eating and it runs into Shabbat. Uh, people eating uh, on Erev Shabbat, they have to stop uh, for Shabbat. Uh, they have to, and interrupting the meal uh, at this stage, we seem to, to understand it. They're saying they have to <clears throat> stop the meal, uh, clear off the table, they have to bench, uh, say Ma'ariv, and then uh, they have to say Kiddush, uh, and then they have to carry on uh, with their meal. That uh, Rabbi Huda, that's what Rabbi Huda says. Rabbi Yossi, now, Omar, uh, he says, he says uh, they do not have to interrupt their meal. 
And it would seem, as we're going to see, that uh, he just seems to say uh, that you have to uh, say Kiddush uh, um, afterwards. So now, interesting, because we're going to have a discussion, uh, not really much today, uh, but much more tomorrow, uh, in terms of uh, Kiddush Mokom Suda, and uh, you have to have Kiddush in the place of your meal. And fascinatingly enough, uh, it seems here that what we have is a story, it is, a, is an um, instance whereby you can actually say Kiddush after uh, the meal. You don't have to say it before the meal. Uh, we're very used to saying Kiddush before a meal. Uh, here, it would seem to be that you could even say Kiddush after the meal, and as long as Kiddush is part of the meal, uh, it is able to be said, which is uh, obviously not the way we usually do things. Obviously, we say you're not even allowed to drink or eat anything before you've said Kiddush, and uh, we usually say that uh, that you know Kiddush has to always be said before you eat anything. Here, uh, it seems to reverse itself. Alright, uh, any in any event we say Master Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. We have Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel of Rabbi Huda. Uh, there's a question whether Rabbi Huda was actually uh, part of uh, uh, this discussion uh, or not, but uh, you know, in, in terms of he is uh, that's why it's in brackets. Uh, Rabbi Yossi uh, they were sitting and eating an ako, and this was uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, and then uh, Shabbat began. Amalai Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says to Rabbi Yossi, uh, Beribi, uh, you know, t- an honor, a title of honor. Uh, it says, Beribi, Ratoncha, uh, Nafsik. Should we, uh, you know, do you think we should uh, stop the meal? And says, Abanechush, Ludiv Rabbi Huda, Chavarenu. And we should be concerned uh, for Rabbi Huda, uh, who says that uh, we should uh, interrupt the meal. Should we, uh, uh, Hold like him. Amalo, it says, Behold, Yom Vyom, Ata, Machavev, Devarai, Lifnei, Lifnei, Rabbi Yehuda. He says, Every day uh, you come along and say my statements are much better uh, than Rabbi Huda, and you rule like me. Vachshav. Uh, and now, you know, what do you do? Rabbi Yehuda, you know, in front of me, you try to rule like Rabbi Yehuda. Hagam etamalka emi babait. He says, how can you? Quotes a line from what Achashverosh uh, says when he comes back from the uh, outside. Uh, Esther has just revealed uh, uh, Haman's plot uh, to kill all the Jews, of which Esther is one. Uh, and uh, the king is very, very upset about this. He hadn't realized that uh, Esther was Jewish until that point. He goes outside to the garden to get some air and he comes back. And Haman is on the bed uh, begging for his life uh, in terms of, uh, you know, to, to try to plead with Esther. Uh, but it looks like he's uh, trying to uh, force his way onto Esther, and that's uh, and uh, and that makes life worse for him because Achashverosh uh, comes and said, "Listen, will you even try, uh, you know, conquer uh, the queen uh, in front of me in the house?" So you know that's it. So it seems like he's using that phrase. Uh, to say, listen, this is an affront to me. Uh, you, you try uh, rule like someone else right in front of me. It's uh, it's, it's very inappropriate. Right. So uh, that that 
is that? And he says, Amalehen, Amalei. So he says, listen, Imkain, Lor Nafshik, then for sure, if you're worried about that, well, then we're not uh, going to interrupt the meal. Why? Shemiru Hatsamidim, because the, 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 the students will see it, the Kavu, Halacha Lodorot, and they will establish the Halacha like all generations. If they see us interrupt a meal, they'll rule like Rabbi Huda, uh, and, uh, and therefore that would be a problem. Amru, and it was said about that, Lo Zazim Misham, they never left there. Ad Shukavu, Halacha Karibi Yossi. Uh, the, the, until they established the halakha like Rabbi Yossi, i.e. that uh, if you're in the middle of a meal, uh, started at a permissible time and then it becomes uh, Shabbat, uh, then you do not have to interrupt your meal. Uh, for that, you, uh, you, you continue your meal into, uh, uh, into dark. So that's, that's uh, Rabbi Yossi's opinion. Now, I'm a Rav Yehuda. Now, Rav Yehuda says about that, I'm a Shmuel in the name of Shmuel. Uh, he, he rules, he says, Lacha, Yehuda, Yossi. The Lacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda and, and not like Rabbi Yossi either uh, in, in terms of whether you have to interrupt it or not interrupt it uh, as well. So it's, it's neither like uh, the two of them. Uh, he says, uh, What do you have to do? You have to put like a cloth uh, over the table uh, and then uh, you have to uh, say Kiddush uh, as well. And, uh, and then you can carry on uh, with your meal uh, in, at, you know, at, that, at that stage. Uh, now, you know, in terms of putting a cloth uh, over the Kiddush, uh, you know, this has got um, halakhic ramifications uh, for us. Um, and uh, th- this is the idea when we bring uh, the colors to the table, we actually cover them with a, uh, with a, with a cloth. Uh, and now there are a number of different uh, reasons uh, for this. And, uh, the, you know, the three main ones uh, that, we, that we have are because you really want to show that uh, if you cover uh, the food uh, with a cloth, it means that everything now, uh, that, you know, once you say Kiddush, and then you uncover everything, it shows that everything is there for the honor of Shabbat. So that would be the first reason, uh, covered Shabbos, uh, and, and therefore that's, uh, the covering of the cloth shows that uh, it's like uh, finished to a certain extent, and now you uncover it to show that the now uh, it's going to be uh, for covered Shabbat. Uh, the second reason uh, why we cover it is because uh, the man, uh, the, it's a symbol for the manna. Uh, the manna came uh, onto uh, the uh, fell on the, the. There was a layer of dew on the ground, uh, and then there was uh, the, the the food, uh, the manna. Okay, and then uh, there was a layer of dew on top. Uh, so by putting the challah on a board, uh, and then you cover the challahs with uh, a challah uh, cover, uh, that is uh, reminding us of the dew, uh, because and so that uh, the, the, you know the the and especially while we have two challahs, uh, that reminds us of the double portion, the lechem mishnah uh, that fell on Shabbat, uh, as mentioned in Parshat B'Shalach. Uh, fell on Erev Shabbat, and uh, we ate it on Shabbat, so that also reminds us of the man, uh, and then the third reason that we would cover uh, the chalas is because of the fact that you don't want to embarrass them. Uh, the idea is uh, because normally what we do, uh, normally we would say hamotzi uh, first and uh, and then uh, because that is a more, uh, the most important bracha and you'd say hamotzi uh, before you would say a brocha over the wine. Uh, now what we're doing in terms of Shabbat, we would say a brocha over the wine first and then only afterwards uh, say hamotzi. Uh, 
So really what uh, the, the idea is, is to cover the bread uh, so that uh, it, it shouldn't be embarrassed, uh, as it were. Uh, okay, so all these different ideas, uh, there are practical differences uh, in terms of that. Uh, what we try to do is actually, uh, you know, do uh, all three uh, in terms of it. So there are practical differences in terms of, for example, if, uh, if you're not saying Kiddush over wine, you're saying Kiddush over the bread, uh, you know, would you have to cover it there? There's no form of embarrassment uh, there in terms of it because you're not having wine first. On the other hand, uh, you're showing it's uh, for Yom Tov, uh, for Shabbos. Uh, you're showing it's in honor of Shabbat and also the man. Uh, so that means you would still have to uh, cover the bread. And the question is also whether you'd have to cover uh, all the food uh, on the table as well uh, and to show that everything there is uh, for Shabbat or is it just like uh, the chalas because of the fact that uh, that reminds you of the man. So there are uh, practical differences between uh, these three uh, example. I mean, the three ideas uh, behind why you would uh, what's known as pores mapa. All right, uh, but in any case, once you cover that, you cover the food, and then afterwards you say kiddush. Okay, and then you can uh, continue from there. and Rav said in the name of Rav Dimi, in the name of Shmuel, Lavdala. Uh, the same way you interrupt for Kiddush, the same way uh, you inter- interrupt for Avdala, i.e. Uh, if you're eating Sudash sh- sh- Lishit, uh, what you do uh, is you, you know, once it becomes dark, uh, what you have to do, you, you have to interrupt a meal uh, to say Avdala. Uh, so what does it mean uh, that you, that, that, that you mafsik, you, you interrupt it? Love, like Kirat Shulchan. Uh, surely you take away the table. In the old days, in the times of the Talmud, uh, people had uh, their own little uh, trays, as it were, uh, that were served to them. They were they. Uh almost uh, had like uh, that was called their, their shulchan uh, their own little table uh, that they ate from and then that was uh, removed uh, over there and the Gemara says no law no really all it means is that uh, they, you spread a cloth over it uh, and that is the same for Kiddush both Kiddush at the beginning of Shabbat and Avdala at the end of Shabbat uh, Rava uh, bar Rav Huna uh, Rava bar Rav Huna uh, came to the house of the Reish Galuta, the Exilach, Atum Tacha Kame. And uh, they, they brought this table in front of him, Paris Mapa Vikadesh. And uh, Shabbat had already began, so he put a, a cloth over the food uh, and he said Kiddush. Tani Namiyaki, we also learned in Arata, Vishavin, Shain Mavian et Ashulchan, Ela Imkain Kiddush. And they say you only bring a table if you already started Kiddush, Im Hevi, and if you already brought out the table before Kiddush, if the food was there, Pores Mapa. What do you do? You put this uh, cloth uh, over it and then you say Kiddush, as we mentioned, for one of those uh, three reasons. Um, continuing, Tanakhada, uh, one brighter taught, Shavin, Shain, Machilin, that uh, going back to what we had said before uh, in terms of the Machloch between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi, whether you uh, can eat from Mincha and not, uh, there, there is one brighter that teaches uh, that you can't begin. Uh, Tanya, Idach, uh, another brighter teaches, though, Shavin, Shemachilin. 
everyone agrees that you can uh, begin. So how do we reconcile this? We can understand uh, the opinion that says the, the agree that you can't do it. Uh, you can't begin a meal uh, after Mincha on Erev Pesach. As we mentioned, even Rabbi Yossi uh, agrees with, the, with that fact. So even if you would allow uh, you to eat on Erev Shabbat uh, all the way until late in the afternoon on Erev Pesach, he mentioned that you can't eat from, you can't start a meal from Mincha and onwards, uh, and that uh, the, and, and Rabbi Huda would obviously agree with that, but even Rabbi Yossi would agree uh, with that. Okay, so it says, Ella. So what is the reason that it says that you can uh, start a meal? How do you how do you work that out? In if you say there's erev Shabbat, we've had this discussion before. Uh, we had this yesterday where it said there was a machloket between Rabbi Huda. He said that you had to, uh, if it's after Mincha time, then you had to, you weren't allowed to begin. Uh, and uh, Rabbi Yossi, you said no, all the way until nightfall. So, lo kasha kan korem tisha kan lacha tisha. So, really, what we have here is uh, the the uh, the. The argument is uh, now between uh, whether you are allowed uh, to start a new meal before uh, Mincha time, before nine hours uh, into the day. And this is obviously Mincha Khatana, Samach Mincha Khatana, whether you are allowed to start a, a meal at that time. Uh, and uh, and uh, everyone agrees that uh, you would be allowed uh, to do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we're talking here, uh, uh, you know, it's. Uh, um, you know, in, sorry, in terms of where it says that according to Shah, before nine hours, uh, everyone agrees that you would be allowed to start a meal. The the the, the argument is uh, after uh, Tisha. The of, argument is with Rabbi Huda saying that you're not allowed to start it after nine hours of the day, and uh, and Rabbi Yossi saying no, you can continue up until nightfall. Okay, uh, and that really uh, concludes that discussion. And now we move on uh, into something which will occupy us also for a, for a while uh, in terms of uh, Kiddush Mukom Suda, uh, Kiddush in the place where you have your meal. Uh, and we have the following. What happens? You have people uh, who used to say Kiddush uh, in Shul. Uh, and that uh, and that is the question. What what do you do about saying Kiddush and Shul? Uh, you know that's uh, the Amar Rav. Rav says about them. Yudai Yain Lo Yatsu Yudai Kiddush Yatsu. They haven't fulfilled their obligation to say a bracha over wine. Uh, when they would get home uh, that night, uh, they would still have to say another bracha over the wine. And uh, this seems fairly obvious because you're actually in a different place. Um, but uh, and but if, uh, Kiddush. You have fulfilled your obligation of saying Kiddush uh, because you've actually you have mentioned the words of Kiddush. Uh, that's Rav's uh, understanding. Ushmol Amar Shmuel says no. Af Yudai Kiddush Lo Yatsu. Definitely, you 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 know haven't uh, fulfilled your brocha. Uh, you, you've said a brocha over the wine uh, in in shul. That's great, uh, but that only allows you to uh, drink the wine in shul. But definitely uh, over at home, you haven't fulfilled your obligation. You'd have to say another break break at home uh, and uh, even. Kiddush 
Kiddush uh, you haven't fulfilled. Uh, that's Shmuel's view. Ela Larav, Lamele de Kaddish Bevaita. In terms of Rav's uh, view, he says if you have fulfilled your obligation of Kiddush, why do you actually end up having to say Kiddush at home? Because everyone agrees uh, that you have to say Kiddush at home. And it says, G'day, Loti, Banav, Uvene Beto. So uh, Rav's opinion is that uh, even though you have fulfilled Kiddush, uh, because you said Kiddush in Shul, uh, and you actually you have actually fulfilled your obligation of Kiddush, but the rest of your family members, uh, your your wife and your children, uh, etc., uh, you have fulfilled their obligation. Uh, you know, you have to fulfill their obligation, and that is why you have to repeat uh, your Kiddush at home. Shmuel, and Shmuel says, uh, So then Shmuel says, why do I need to uh, say Kiddush and Shul if it's uh, almost like a, a meaningless uh, thing? It doesn't, you know, you, you can't, you have to say the Brocha over wine, uh, and even the, the, the uh, Kiddush, uh, you haven't fulfilled your own obligation, as we're going to see, uh, because you have to have Kiddush in Makom Suda. Uh, you have to have Kiddush in the place of your meal. Uh, and, and obviously, if you're going home, uh, then you're not saying Kiddush in the place of your meal, you're saying Kiddush in Shul, and you're eating at home. So how does it work? Uh, and he says, no, la fuke orchim. Uh, you saying Kiddush, uh, but there are orchim uh, people that are wandering through town, and now uh, they have got, uh, the, these guests are sleeping in the shul. Uh, you're fulfilling their obligation. Uh, they eat and they drink and they sleep uh, in the shul themselves. So therefore, it's, it's they are saying Kiddush in their Makom Suda over here, and therefore you have said what you. Um, you have, have done, uh, you have said Kiddush for them, and that fulfills their obligation of Kiddush. Okay, a lot to discuss uh, over here in terms of, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, do we still say Kiddush uh, in Shul? And it seems to be if there is a Minag to say Kiddush in Shul, uh, then we do, because uh, obviously there's no one sleeping in a Shul these days. Uh, are you allowed to sleep in a Shul? Uh, that's another question, etc. So there is uh, what to discuss over here, but uh, we will leave it there. Uh, for today and tomorrow as we mentioned uh, we'll pick up with a lot of discussion about where you have to say Kiddush, Kiddush, Mukom, Suda. Alright, everyone should have a great day.